Hello, I'm Mark. And I'm Trevor. And this is Talk Apocalypse, the podcast where we usually talk about the current fortnight of Apocalypse Sports Trivia. However, today uh, we will be discussing this week's round of friendlies that concluded on January 25th, 2024. And we are fortunate enough to have one of our hosts, well, there's only two of us, and it wasn't me, mm-hmm. who wrote one of this week's friendlies. So I will throw it right to Trevor to uh, talk a little bit about his process in writing the friendly, the reason he picked his picked this particular topic, and then we'll talk about mm-hmm. how I did, because of course I played Trevor's friendly. So <laughs> yeah. You're, you're too kind. Yeah. Uh, I, I tend to, I found that I very much enjoy writing trivia. That does not mean I am good at it. I'm trying to get better. And part of getting better, I think, is just continuing to write questions. As I play more trivia in, in the various forms, learning what makes a good question, trying to get, get better. And so I think I have probably done, I've probably written five friendlies now. I think a snooker, darts, Olympics, like swimming and diving, maybe one other that I can't think of. Yeah, so then this one on sports books. This one just came. This one came to me as I was looking into what book do I want to check out from the library next. I had just finished a book, and I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, let me." I was I I had recently completed the Meister Shaft, and Ken Dryden was an answer on that Meister Shaft, and so I was looking into Ken Dryden and found, "Oh my goodness, this man has done everything. He's been a member of Parliament. He's written several books, including The Game." Uh, spoiler alert. I was like, I have, how have I never heard of this before? I love, I'm, I'm a big fan of literature, the library. I worked at the library for a few years when I was in grad school. I, I love the library, spent a lot of time in the library as a kid, specifically when I was a kid, Matt Christopher books. I'm not sure if you know about those, Mark, but Matt Christopher books were like my jam when I was a kid. And then later on, just loving sports biographies. So when I learned that Ken Dryden was an author, I thought, oh, wow, I got to I got to read this book. So I checked it out from the library and that was the inspiration to, hey, why don't, why don't I just do a friendly about sports books? There's probably people like me who like sports books. And so started going through, okay, what sport what sports books do I think are worthy of questions? And as I was making this friendly, I was aware that my previous friendlies had been on very esoteric topics, very niche things like snooker and darts and swimming and diving that play to fewer people want to do them because fewer people know about enough about snooker. So I thought I want to make this one a little more every everyone can feel good about this one. Um not make it too easy, but if you know your I I want it to be open to a lot of different kinds of people. So as I'm writing the questions, I I tried to write questions geared around books that were fairly well known or things that p- people could come up with a reasonable guess to. So I just start, I started develop that, developing that friendly this friendly with that kind of uh, ethos in mind. I think it uh, we can we can get into it and, t- and you talk about how you fared with it. But seems like a lot of people did well. Yeah, looking at the results, it looks like there was quite a few nines and tens, which is great mm-hmm. for me. I don't read very much. I enjoy reading, but I just don't read a lot. I don't tend to read sports books. Are one of the things I do read sometimes. Like I think I mentioned earlier this year, I'm I'm sort of working my way through the league right now about the history of the NFL. It's a very interesting book, but I'll read it for you know consistently like for like a week at night, and then I'll just put it down and I don't pick it up. So like a typical night at my house right now is my wife, myself, and my daughter, who's not in college, the, the high schooler, uh, sitting on the couch or couches watching. There'll be a sports game on that I'm watching. My wife is reading a book. 
and my daughter is on TikTok. So that is how it goes at my house right now. I just don't like sit down and read. So I will say, Trevor, I enjoyed your friendly. I thought it was very well written. I've only read one of the books that was asked about of the 10. I'm familiar with a few of them, which helped. And then some of your hints also helped. For example, you know, the New York Times book called Open about a most passionately anti-sports anti books ever written by a superstar athlete. I would not never have guessed this without you cluing in the alliterative American athlete who wrote it. And so I'm like, well, the only first one that comes to mind who was a superstar is Andre Agassi. So I got that one right. That turned out to be the easiest question, probably because the clue really helped. So same with like the Lombardi book. You put the clue in about being popular in Wisconsin. I, With no confidence, I put Lombardi down. I gave that a two. But it was also the second easiest question. A couple of the ones that I was irritated to miss, it was ball four. Ball four mm -hmm. comes up all the time. And one of these days I'll remember that it's Jim Booten who wrote that or it was about. I have not read it. Yeah, yeah. I so I, I went through and, and the ones that I will just talk about a little bit. Some of them were pretty uh, on the easier side for me, I thought. Mm -hmm. yep. Jeff, Jeff Perlman, great answer. I got that one wrong. I could not remember who wrote the biographies. I just guessed David Halberstam, who as somebody who had written a lot of sports books. Mm -hmm. One of the sports books I have read was the one he wrote about Belichick. Of course, I read most of the Patriots books. Mm -hmm. The Bill yeah. James one, like that came up a lot in Moneyball. And I ended up having a lucky guess and assigning it fairly high for win shares. That was the only two word metric I could really think of. You know, you have war, you have VORP, you have BFIP or FIP or BBAP or whatever other things. Got a lot of metrics are. in baseball. There's so many metrics, but the only two word one I could think of was win shares. So that was, I was pleased to see that was right because I had not heard of that book. I got the, yeah, Ken Dryden one. I, I knew I'd heard of the book that he wrote. I just could not pull it. So, yeah. And that, and that one played the hardest by far of the questions, I think. Yeah. Think that it, one was 33%. And then the next highest, the next hardest one, I think, was around 50%. Was yeah, it was win shares. Win yep. shares was second. So I really enjoyed this. I mean, if you're a Red Sox fan around 2004, which I was, you can't get away from fever pitch mm -hmm. and the fact that Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore were on the field at the end of whatever game, one of the games. Yeah, it was 2004. So they were on the field at the end of game four, I guess it was, because we swept the Cardinals. When I read through your friendly the first time, I was like, oh my God, I don't know any of these. And then I got, I, I knew like the last five, I think. Because the one book I have read is Good Walk Spoiled by John Feinstein. And I also listened to Malcolm Gladwell's Revisionist History. So I have heard about that. Permian Panthers, that was kind of a lucky guess for me. Uh, oh, and nice. I'm, I'm super, I, it sounded right. It sounded right. I've never read, read Friday Night Lights. I've never watched Friday Night Lights, the movie or the TV show. It just sounded right. I think maybe I started reading it and then I didn't finish, of course. That's what mm -hmm. I do. And then, yeah, Boys in the Boat. That's one of the mm -hmm. books that I've. I'm super familiar with, even though I haven't read it. I know it's about University of Washington. So nice. I wrote this friendly before the movie came out. Before I didn't even know the movie was a was coming out. Uh, I've seen it, enjoyed it, but I figured when when I knew that the movie was coming out, I was like, okay, may, well, maybe this one will play a little even more easy because of the movie. I don't know. How, I'd be curious to know if anyone didn't know this, but then saw the movie or something. But yeah, I feel like that book has been like in the in the ether enough yeah i really enjoy it. Yeah, yeah i really enjoyed that book yeah i read it probably five or six years ago maybe yeah i yep. really enjoyed the book so yeah a few of these were um books i've read 
and then a few of them were not. So I knew I, I have not read A Good Walk Spoiled, but I've listened to the podcast with that title. And so I've, I've read a few of the books like um, Ball Four I read. And when I was in college, I was in a really cool sports history class um, where Bud Selig was like an adjunct professor. And so got to go to class with Bud Selig every day. And he kind of just regaled us in stories of his time in the in MLB. But we read Ball Four as part of that book. So, And then obviously, When Pride Still Mattered, I recently read a biography of Jim Thorpe by David Marinus, his newest biography. All of David Marinus's books are quite long. So, so I, I have not read the Vince Lombardi one, but I became familiar with David Marinus's work through the Jim Thorpe biography. So... Uh, but I have it on hold right now at the library. Nice. So, yeah. And Jeff, Jeff Perlman, I've read several things by him. Showtime Lakers um, book, Walter Payton book, Sweetness, Brett Favre, I think it's called Gunslinger. Yeah, I really, really enjoy his biographies. So yeah, I, th- I think I, in hindsight, I could have maybe made some of the questions a little more difficult. You know, for example, the fever pitch question, would it have played more difficult if I had asked, all right, the memoir talks about his life and love of what football club? Yes. That, that's that, that, that's a more difficult question than naming the actress and act, actor and actress. But um, so maybe things like that in hindsight could have been different. But at the end of the day, I'm happier to write one that played a little bit easier than one that was too difficult. Yeah. So it looks like overall that was 66% correct answers. 214 was the average score. I finished a whopping 67th with my 224 okay. points and seven correct answers. I think I, the only one, uh, yeah, I know. I think I, I moneyed, you know, or how, whatever term question valued or multipliered appropriately as probably as best I could uh, on that one. So I was pleased to get seven, right. Especially after oh, yeah. re- reading, yeah. reading through the first time I was like, Oh boy. In a, in an illiterate person like yourself, getting seven out of yeah. ten. I'm not. I'm not illiterate. I'm just not well read. <laughs> I can read. I just don't. It's sad. I should. I should read more. Be hard to play AST being illiterate when all the questions are in written form. Yeah. Yep. So okay. Well, let's move on to the next one. So next one we're going to talk about is the only connect one that was written by Dylan. I'm going to say his name wrong. Fugel. I don't know what his last name is. Uh, how to sorry. pronounce it? So, sorry, Dylan. <laughs> I would. I would. I would say Fugel as well. But then, yeah. then again, everyone probably pronounces my last name wrong too. So yeah, uh, I have sympathy. Yes. So these connections ones are, I, I find it a lot of fun. I play the Wordle connections thing every day. So trying to find the missing element of these things um, was, was fun. Uh, some of them, I, I was totally puzzled by a couple of them. Some, you know, a lot of them are pretty straightforward. I did mess mm-hmm. up the Super Bowl halftime show, question one, mm-hmm. saying Usher, because he's going to be doing it this year. Because I, I didn't remember who did it last year. Actually, frankly, I thought, I thought the weekend was last year, but that was apparently... Apparently not. It was Rihanna last year. I don't even know. I, I I usually don't really watch the halftime show. I remember the weekends. It was like a huge deal that his was terrible, which I didn't think it was terrible. And then there was a year, yeah, when it was like some old school rap stuff, which was great. Because that's right in my wheelhouse. Uh, most of these, I, I said, like I said, I think seven of them. I ended up getting five right. Like seven of them, I felt like were pretty straightforward. I just didn't know the answer. There wasn't. It was nice to see some sumo in there. So I got I got that one right. Mm-hmm. I messed up, you know, where the open is. I don't know. I, you know, I was like, well, I, I don't remember. Royal Liverpool is what I said, which was wrong. I was pleased to get the pool one right because I was slightly scared that this was a snooker question and that I couldn't remember. I know there's a black 
you know, there's black, there's maroon, there's green and snooker. And I, I couldn't remember, but the solid in parentheses told me that this was nine ball and not, mm. or sorry, eight yep. ball, eight ball, eight ball, where you play all the balls, right? Nine ball is the one where you, well, either way, it's regular pool and not snooker. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's billiards and not snooker, I guess you would say. Uh, mm -hmm. So yeah, I was pleased to get the yellow striping right. The one that really, that, the one I could not suss out for the life of me was question seven, which was the- Oh, me, me neither. I, I, I was, left out. I left I, it blank. I had no idea what to say. I, I didn't. I also left it blank. No idea what to say. And I, I was like, it took me probably five Google attempts to even figure out what, what was going on. Please, then, please, please enlighten me. I, contracts, I don't. Contract, baseball contracts, years and money. Okay. 10 years, oh, 700 okay. million. So that's like the progression, I assume, of like the oh, highest okay. value of contracts. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's what that was. That I was, man, that was a tough one. And it was not even the hardest question. What was the hardest question? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we'll get to that one too. Question eight, where they have the two countries, one in parentheses. I did figure that I thought this was Women's World Cup stuff, but I was misremembering the host nation and, and who won. And none of this made any sense to me. Frankly, I forgot that Canada hosted the World Cup, the Women's World Cup. And I should have had that one. And yeah, question nine, the hardest one. I presume, without looking this up, I I sussed out that it was NASCAR. That's not hard, yep. I don't think. Right. Yep. And so I ended up going like alphabetical order of tracks, thinking Enjoy Illinois is Chicagoland. Maybe the good year is at like Darlington and then Daytona's next in okay. order. And so I said Dover, but I think it's length of race, maybe. Um, because the that, Coke 600 yeah. is the longest yep. race, the Daytona 500. I figured Talladega had a 500 mile race. Maybe that's the good year one. No, I think, uh, yeah, I, th I think Talladega, yes, I think Talladega is a 500, I believe. Yeah. So, uh -huh. and then the Southern 500 I, is a Darlington race. So that's what I'm still. I haven't seen an explanation yet on that one. The other one I agonized over was question 10, which mm -hmm. the Uber shaft just kind of threw a wrench in my thoughts of the lightning beating the stars. Like, because like, I knew 2020, the lightning beat the Canadians because that was the COVID. And then I'm like, I, I was like, well, so is this 19, 20, 21? And then who won in 22? And then I was pulling my hair out trying to remember who won in 2022 so i'm like i know the golden knights won this year you know won mm -hmm. in 2023 i'm like i know the capitals beat the capitals beat the knights because ovechkin famously like paraded the cup around i don't know the bellagio or something after they beat the golden knights and i'm like that was wasn't that night i was i literally spent probably 20 minutes trying to convince myself that, mm -hmm. that golden knights was not the correct answer on that one so i had a lot of fun doing this one the yeah. only one I really kicked myself over is the the halftime mm. show. That one yeah. I had no chance. So I ended up with five right, 141 mm. points to finish in 40th place. Now I am ahead of Matt Takimoto. I was going to say pleases me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I I love Only Connect. It is a staple of my Monday night slash Tuesday night. Whenever the episode gets uploaded to YouTube, uh, my wife and I will watch Only Connect, which I think next week is the final. So love that show. This is the sequences around from it. So even if I like wasn't going to be good at this, I'm like I love Only Connect. This just this is my jam. So I appreciate that a, a friendly was written in this in this with the title of Only Connect. I appreciate it. Yep, I knew this the Super Bowl halftime one. That the the sequence was obvious. It was just remembering. Yeah, it was it was Rihanna because I know there was some speculate. I think there. I th if I remember right, there was some speculation of like, is she pregnant right now? Like, is she not? That yep. so that sort of stuck with me. One of my more bonehead 
things like where I almost overthought this. Oh, not almost. I did overthink it. Question two with the sequence of basketball players. I said, okay, what do these three have in common? Okay, well, they're all like Hall of Fame players. And if you look at the sequence, they're going down alph alphabetically. Kobe, Carl, Kareem. So, okay, are these alphabet? I thought, so this is this my thinking. Okay, these are NBA Hall of Famers going down alphabetically. So I said, okay, where's, th this is probably a J, a J-O or a J-U. I, I, I didn't think about it for a long time, but I couldn't think of a J-U. So I thought J-O. Maybe a guy in it like John Havlicek, someone like that. I, I put down uh, John Havlicek for an answer because I thought I, I don't. I wasn't sure if he was a Hall of Famer or not, but I'm like that's close. That's close with the theme with the, with the sequence that I thought of. Uh, once I saw it was LeBron James, I was kicking myself quite a bit because uh, like that makes so much more sense. But it just like it just also I was like, what are the chances that this this is like there's three. Hey, names there, and they all just happen to go down in in alphabet like alphabetical order. So that was, it was kind of fun. I wasn't like super upset, but I'm like, oh, of course, that's that's the much easier answer. Got about much Kiki Vandeway and yeah, and uh, Kevin Johnson. Yeah, yeah, and every other sure. NBA player who gets For in sure. the Hall of Fame. Kevin McHale, you know, yep. like yep. so. Uh, question question three probably has my biggest. If I had a gripe with any friendly. Uh, this week it was this that Sekiwake is not it's not Sekiwake it's Sekiwake uh, with an E at least however how, how I've always seen it so uh, now that didn't stop me from getting it right but I have a small beef there like you I was like with question five yeah this is pool this is billiards this is some sort of like this it's obviously not snooker and I knew that okay this ball is like golden in color yellow in color so I put I, st I kind of stupidly put in gold as the answer if I given it if I Given it more like thought, I probably would have gone with yellow. Did you give but, the parenthetical or did you just say gold? No, I just said gold. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And in, in, again, in hindsight, I'm like, of course, all the other ones are asking, are, are putting solid in parentheses. So it's it, to fit the sequence, you're going to need a striped. You know, it's, it's ones like that where like, I know the answer. I know the answer, but I'm just, I'm just not thinking it through enough. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying hard enough to come up with the right answer. I was lost on question seven, like you. And I, when I was similarly thinking question nine, this is definitely NASCAR. Coca-Cola makes sense. I know that I know that one's 600, yeah. uh, but I didn't, I didn't know the enjoy Illinois or the good year to know if those are 300 and 400s. So I just put Geico because I know that's the name of their Talladega race. Golden Knights question 10 was pretty, that was pretty, well, that was one of the more straightforward ones for me. Cause I'm like, yeah, these are just Stanley cup winners. That was fairly as a new hockey, as a newer hockey fan, that one was straightforward, but uh, yeah, overall, I did less well than you. I only got four out of 10 for 63rd place in total. Yep. But again, I enjoyed this one. It was fun. Even if I wasn't going to do well, I just enjoy this sort of format. All right, then moving on to the last one for this week, written by Sean Vinsel. They peaked in college. Like I was telling Trevor right before uh, we started recording this one, uh, props to Sean Vinsel. I absolutely love this friendly. This is hits me in all the right places even though I didn't do as well as I should have. I think I think I should uh, go first because I am much, this is not my wheelhouse. <laughs> so my score was lower than yours, spoiler alert. So I, I feel like I want to give you more time. Let's start with my not as good and then we can get to your much better. And you can, because you'll talk through these much more than I will. For me, this question, these questions came 
my success in this or lack thereof in this friendly was mostly tied to how many of these happened while I was alive. I'm not great on basketball generally. And then especially old college basketball, not old, but older college basketball players it's, it's, who didn't have success in the NBA is not going to be very good for me. So the ones I, the ones I knew, I knew pretty, pretty well. Steve Alford, Name two co- name two places he's coached. I can name you Iowa, UCLA, New Mexico. Those are the three that I just knew off the bat because Iowa, Big Ten, and UCLA is a big enough school that, to know that he was there. I had a moment where I was like, is it New Mexico State or is it New Mexico? But I thought it was in New Mexico. But I just put Iowa and UCLA. North Macedonia for that. I, I guess the correct answer is technically Macedonia. I put North Macedonia, considered correct. I wouldn't have known I don't know who Bo McCaleb is, but a former Yugoslav state with a cardinal direction tacked onto its name, North Macedonia. I'm a, I'm a big Eurovision fan, so I know the countries of Europe. A Villanova for Scotty Reynolds. Scotty Reynolds was a name that just like stuck out to me. And I said, okay, I vaguely remember this. And then the school was Villanova. That's the first school that popped in my mind. I'm like, well, there must be a reason why that popped in my mind right away. That was correct. And then Shabazz Napier, question 10. That was again. That was the, I didn't know it cold, but I said that's the first name that comes to my mind is a UConn point guard from that time, who hasn't had didn't have a ton of NBA success. Ones like question nine, which would it answers uh, TBT the basketball tournament. I put big three. I maybe should have known that. That's new. That's current. Uh, d- didn't know it. Yeah, there's ones like the UNLV running rebels one that I know. I'm confident that you Mark would know very well. I can name you the guys who were drafted from that team, but didn't know the guy who didn't. This is the, I only got like four or five out of 10, uh, mostly all corresponded to, was I alive during this? But I know, Mark, you, this, you said, this is your this is your time frame. So go ahead. I'll cede the floor to you. Yeah. Despite it being my time frame, I only got six right. Uh, I should have probably had uh, one or two more. Uh, as we'll talk about. But question one, I'm not even going to talk about because I've never heard of Rick Mount. I did not know anything about that. It's a good question. T- totally fair. But that's that is way before my time. You know, even though giving me the clues, he played in the Big Ten and scored a ton of points. I don't I couldn't tell you probably two of the other guys who were all Americans, mm-hmm. those of, of the seven guys. So question two is one of the ones I should have had, mainly because I knew it was either Ole Miss or Mississippi State because I've looked at a maps <laughs> and we had a, I have a friend who used to work at Ole Miss. And that was one of the places we talked, me and some of my other friends talked about going to go to a football game at some point. And it was like, well, how do we get there? It's like, oh, you just fly to Memphis and it's not far. But then I thought I looked at the map and maybe Starkville is a little bit further north than Mississippi. Turns out it's not that much farther away, but I put Mississippi State and the answer was Ole Miss. Again, I hadn't heard of the guy who is referenced in the question, Johnny Newman. I've heard of his name. I, I probably couldn't pick him out of a lineup with a photo. Uh, the Wayman Tizel question about being a jazz musician. That jazz musician fact has come up in other trivia things that I've done probably three times this year. And I got it wrong the mm-hmm. first time. And then it's just stuck in my mind that Wayman Tisbill equals jazz. If you ever see that, <laughs> it might come up yeah. somewhere else. I feel I failed to mention, I think I got that one right. That was the, well, was the one non- my lifetime, one that I got right. I think he's been mentioned on BTP before, Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast before, and other trivia places that I've looked him up. So I did get that one right. He was on an episode that I was on. 
on, okay. on, on okay. Benchwarmers. So that was the first time I heard that kind of factoid. And then it came up, I think maybe on a Learned League thing as well. So yeah, that one is like seared in my mind. I was thinking as I was reading, I'm like, okay, Oklahoma, early, mid 80s, uh, Stacey King was a, a high draft pick. They were there. Oklahoma was quite good back then. Just going back to, I guess, the top. I uh, was a kid in the 80s, you know, watched the NCAA tournament and a ton of college basketball. I like college basketball a lot more than the pro game. And this was a, a great kind of trip down memory road for some of these guys who people I hadn't thought about in quite a while from the tournament and just watching college basketball in the 80s and 90s with kind of like what happened to these guys and why why did they not make it in the NBA? So yeah, Steve Alford. I was the same as you. I had UCLA immediately, and I'm like, it's either New Mexico or New Mexico State, and I feel like it's New Mexico was the other place. And I think he's coaching. I think currently he's coaching at Missouri State. If I'm, oh, he's, at, he's, he's at Nevada now. Is he I at think. Nevada I, now? I, okay. I, I I looked up other places okay. after that. I know that I have seen him on the sideline within like the last year or two. I think in the tournament, because I think Missouri State and Nevada were both in the tournament last year. Yeah. Question five: The UNLV. I mean, that was my team. That was my favorite, probably my favorite team uh, ever to watch. I grew up, I remember in like the late 80s watching UNLV against Arkansas in a game that was on like CBS in the afternoon. It was like the featured national game. And UNLV had this coach who was chewing on a towel and they ran up and down the court and scored, you know, 100 points, didn't play any defense. It was just a super fun team to watch. And so I became a UNLV fan. And that 90 team was awesome. I mean, it was Greg, Greg Anthony and Anderson Greg, in, the back, Anthony, yeah. in the backcourt, yeah. uh, Larry Johnson and Plastic Man, Stacey Ogman, uh, playing forwards. And then they had a rotating cast of characters at center. David Butler was the one that was the center on the 90 team, I believe. And then 91, when they lost to the team that shall not be named in the national semifinals, uh, Moses Scurry was the center on that team. And so, yeah, I knew that like Greg Anthony had a good career. Grandmama, Larry Johnson, obviously had a good career. So did Augment. So it had to be Anderson Hunt, who was the the guy who, yeah, he did not get drafted. And then you never saw him in the NBA. And he was a really good player, even though he missed the three-pointer that would have beat Duke in the in the Final Four that year we, that in 91 when they lost after beating Duke by 30 in the 90 final. So that was, yeah, that was an automatic. I gave that one. That was my 10 multiplier, um, which was a good decision it was the second hardest question third hardest question so question six yeah Shaq of the mac i mean that's gary trent like anybody who watched the tournament during those times he was like all over the place and he was shorter than shaquille o'neal but he was like just a big dude who was on the interior playing forward power forward who scored a ton of points and was really good at ohio yeah i could have gotten to gary trent maybe if i had really racked my brain about, all right, who played for Duke with an NBA career for the Blazers and Raptors. But Gary Trent Jr. is not a huge name, I don't think. So he's fine. He's good, but not a big name. I had some level, small level of hope for this because I said, well, I know Bonzi Wells. I think he played in the Mac Ball State or something like that. That came into my mind. Like, well, if I can name a Mac player from the 90s, I'm going to go with that. So uh, even even though I was, it was wrong, I was like, that, that, I'm proud of myself for pulling a Mac name from that time. But yeah, I, I couldn't have told you where Bonzi Wells went to school, but Ball State sounds like it could be could be right. I, that, for whatever reason, that rang a bell in my mind. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up. Yes, he went to Ball State. He had more success in the NBA. That's how I know him. Gary Trent was like, I feel like he had like a breakout one year, 
and then I think maybe Ohio won a game or two, and then like it came back the next year as like a you know 13 seed again and like played well or gave somebody a game. And he's just one of those guys. Like I just remember Shaq of the Mac. That was when I was in college, so we watched like pretty much every game in the tournament. Uh, same with you, Macedonia. Uh, you know that was the only one of those Yugoslav states that has a, a cardinal direction tacked on. So I said just Macedonia. I wasn't sure which way to go, but I ended up. I figured he was going to accept both. The Scotty Reynolds one really irritated me because, like you, it was a name that I was super familiar with, and I just could not peg where he went to school. I ended up misremembering or uh, all this conference realignment i can't keep straight who was in what conference when and so i just picked an acc school because i know Pitt is now in the acc and so mm. i ended up i ended up saying virginia tech for that one because i i knew it wasn't going to be like i almost said syracuse because I, I, I was like maybe it's a guy that i just good player on a, a team that usually makes it because it was a final four right syracuse went to a ton of final mm. fours in the last 15 years so I, I just didn't know that one. I, I mean, I was super familiar with Scotty Reynolds. And as soon as I saw Villanova, I was like, oh, that makes a ton of sense. That was one yeah. that was in the Big East. Big East, Big East teams back then. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I pay a little more attention to the Big East because Marquette, uh, being a kid from Wisconsin, Marquette being in the Big East at that time, I paid attention. I did get the TBT one. I knew it wasn't Big Three. I, I just remember that Jimmer played with some of the and some of these other guys played in the tbt not that i watched any of it but i just like see it on espn.com when i'm looking at the news and then yeah the last one that shabazz napier like i remember i was like oh my god who was that guy i'm like he was totally like dominant just running the games in the 2014 tournament he was awesome and i just could not remember his name i kept trying to say it's khalid Alamine after the either meisterschaft i guess it's meisterschaft question yep. from this past yep. year Yep. Like that name was stuck in my head. I'm like, I know it's like a, it's an Arabic name, I guess. Shabazz, you know, like Shabazz or a Muslim name, you know, Muslim oh, name. Oh, maybe. I was like, yeah, I don't. Uh, I was like, I feel like it's something like that. And I just could not put my finger on the name. This is one of the ones that like, if you'd written down a list of five names, I would have picked out Shabazz Napier. Mm -hmm. But yeah. it's just yeah. not like something that I am going to recall uh, off the top of my head. So yeah, if, if you were given a list of, Yukon point guards. Not even well, you just 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 write down ten. Just write down five <laughs> names on a piece of paper, and one of them is the right answer. You could have given me Shabazz. You know, I don't know something else close to Napier, and I would have picked out Shabazz Napier. Like I'm um, like that. I would have seen that name, and it would have just clicked in my brain. Like, oh, yep, that's what it was. Yeah, I thought. I, mean, I didn't know if there was like uh, you know another guy that another Sierra, another Big East point guard that would have fit this sort of bill. Johnny Flynn, remember that name? Johnny oh, yeah. Flynn. Johnny Syracuse. Flynn, he crossed my mind, but I, I knew he went to Syracuse. Right. So the, 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 this is the, this is the kind of ilk of player we're talking about. <laughs> yep. So that one was a lot of fun. I ended up in 46th place on that one. I got six right, and I again I valued the ones pretty well. You know, the ones that I got wrong, I gave low, pretty low multipliers to, and the ones that I got right yeah. that were harder. I gave higher multipliers too. So I, I did a pretty good job here. I didn't yeah. maximize, I don't think. Although no, I think Anderson Hunt was the hardest question that mm -hmm. I got right. And I did give that a 10. Overall, nice. this one, nice. this one, this one was a lot of fun. Like I said, I, I really enjoyed mm -hmm. this kind of walk down memory lane for myself for all the years of watching. I used to take the Friday of the NCAA tournament off from work and just like go to a sports bar and just sit there at from noon until like midnight watching basketball. I just love the tournament. I think that the tournament is probably one of my favorite things to watch every year. Yeah. I think one, one interesting sort of fact about two, uh, two of the three friendlies this week, this one specifically, is that the person who won 
didn't get them all. That there were plenty of there were plenty of tens on this friendly, but the guy who ended up winning only got nine. So it just shows you, you know, if you if you money if you if you money them right or you value yeah. them right, you could pull it out on top. So I think on that it was that it was that way for mine for a while, but I think in the last sort of scoring in the last few minutes it changed. So I I didn't do well on the two on the two, but I had fun and I I, I had a lot of fun tracking my own and seeing who was really. Who's, who knows their sports books? And clearly a lot of you did. Yeah, I had a lot of fun playing all three of these this week and talking about them as well. Yeah, we can't we can't guarantee that we'll do every week's friendlies. Just kind of depends on, well, if one of us has a friendly, I guess, that's being run or if there's particular topics that are interesting to us that are worth discussing. Yeah, I don't. I do not have any more friendlies in the pipeline. So if anybody would like to write another Tour de France friendly, that'd be great. Or just professional cycling. That way I can play and and have a chance to do well it'll have to be you mark you'll have to be the one to ride it. i've already written one and <laughs> i didn't get to play so <laughs> tour de france too yeah uh, or yeah euro d'italia too so. yeah the giro is a pretty cool race but i just i don't watch it very much because it doesn't get as much coverage in the u.s although peacock i think covers all of them now like i actually watched the tour down under the other day which is in australia it's the first professional race of the year stage race some of some of that's on peacock so That's it for this week, and we'll see what batch of friendlies show up next week or maybe the week after.